Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. Superbook.com is where you go for the best odds, boost, and promo bets out there. TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, a new way to work out, a better way to work out for you to accomplish your fitness goals. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout as a Middle Tennessee resident free. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The Intel edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. So uh, with Ryan Tannehill being made available to the media today, obviously he's in a similar situation. Um, Another rookie quarterback has been drafted. The difference between this year and last year is that Ryan Tannehill is in a much less certain contract situation. There was no way that the team was going to move on from him in 2022 Uh, nor does it look like they're going to move on from him in 2023, but his future beyond 2023 has never been less certain with this football team. In fact, it's never been in greater jeopardy because now there's a legitimate roster threat. We thought Malik might be that turns out he was not, maybe there will be progress, but at this point, it seems like they're comfortable moving on from Malik Willis at this stage. So Ryan Tannehill, uh, was asked a question, obviously, about the circumstances around him right now, about an additional uh, presence in the quarterback room with him and Malik, about you know the additional competition and everything that that comes with. So I want to ask you guys a question to start this show and a a convoluted uh, a convoluted quarterback situation for the Titans. As you look at Ryan Tannehill getting ready to enter his twelfth NFL season, Malik Willis coming into his sophomore year with. Um, you know, all the different, what's the, the proper word for Malik? All the different kind of, I don't want to call it baggage. Baggage seems unfair, but he's just not in a good place uh, or was not in a good place when last we saw him to legitimately compete for the starting quarterback job. Then there's Levis, who now becomes the heir apparent, even if Mike Vrabel's saying that he's the third quarterback on the roster, because uh, you look around at the situation and you say, all right, well, if you've brought in a quarterback in the second round, the third round quarterback from last year who was benched uh, when the team needed to win games at the end, he's probably not going to have a place for the future. But I want to focus in on Tannehill specifically. And I want to ask you guys the question, how many games do you think Ryan Tannehill ends up starting for the Tennessee Titans in 2023 we're going to talk about it together it's your two rivers ford take as always it is presented by two rivers ford two rivers ford is where you go for quality american-made ford vehicles and award-winning customer service two rivers ford always has the best options for you and always goes above and beyond to make sure you get to shop the way that you want to whether you want to 
Shop their uh, inventory in person. Take a test drive for yourself at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Order one online the way that I did. No matter how you like to do business, Two Rivers Ford is there for you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So uh, how many games do we think that Ryan Tannehill starts for the Titans in 2023? uh, Is it TJ? TJ Sear says 20. So he's saying... uh, 20 would be all the way to the Super Bowl, right? He would have to, uh, if for, in an order for Ryan Tannehill to start 20 games, he would have to, unless we're including the preseason here, which I don't imagine he would make an appearance in. Uh, so TJ has them going to the Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I suppose stranger things have happened. John McDaniel says the whole season I want the division back, so he thinks that Ryan Tannehill gives the Titans the best uh, opportunity to succeed. Jason Gerhardt says one to two games, one to two starts for Ryan Tannehill. Well, that seems highly unlikely at this uh, juncture. Gary two times says hopefully zero. Now, is there a scenario where Will Levis could beat out Ryan Tannehill coming out of training camp? I mean, it's not impossible, right? It's highly unlikely, but it's not impossible. Um, I think that what will there's nothing here's what i'll say about that right now as we sit here on may the 3rd obviously you know rookie minicamp hasn't even started so let me say this on the front end there's nothing that will levis does right now that ryan Tannehill doesn't do better at the professional level right there's nothing about the way that will levis you know isolates and eliminates uh, as a quarterback people you know you can call it going through progressions whatever you want to say key and diagnose is some a term that's used for linebackers more specifically, but in terms of isolating and eliminating in an NFL offense, Will Levis doesn't do that better than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Ryan Tannehill understands more about NFL defenses heading into year 12 than Will Levis does coming into his rookie year. Like there's nothing on the outset with these two guys coming into this particular training camp that Levis does better at this stage, but could it happen? I mean, sure. Like, nothing is impossible in this circumstance. Ryan Tannehill could, you know, God forbid, have a, have a difficult time recovering from an ankle situation. He says he's healthy. So there's no indication of that right now, but you know, stranger things have happened. I suppose that's not my expectation. Obviously my expectation is that Ryan Tannehill starts every game that he's healthy. Um, In this case, I think you would want Ryan Tannehill to go through this season with a clean bill of health because he gives you the best opportunity to succeed. You may be tired. Uh, have, uh, you may be tired of Ryan Tannehill, and that's fine. Eric Alonzo says Tannehill equals Levis at this point in their careers. Where, of course, that's nonsensical and, and completely ridiculous. That makes no sense what, whatsoever. Eric, a 12-year NFL veteran, is not on on par as a rookie uh, project coming in. It's just not factually accurate. There's nothing about Ryan Tannehill is. Uh, you know, Bryce Young is not better than Ryan Tannehill. Bryce Young just entered the NFL. C.J. Stroud is not better than Ryan Tannehill. He just got here, right? Like there's, there is under no circumstances, no matter what you physically, uh, Eric says, my opinion, Buck. Yeah, but your opinion, and, and it's not, I'm not calling you stupid, Eric. I'm saying it's a stupid opinion. Like it's just an outright stupid opinion. Of course, it's utterly ridiculous to say. So you're entitled to your opinion, of course, but it's you know my job to tell you how unrealistic and uh, completely not grounded in reality that opinion is. There is nothing about a rookie NFL quarterback, no matter where they're drafted or what their pedigree is, that would be, uh, better than a 12-year NFL veteran. Now, uh, you know, physically, uh, he doesn't have the wear and tear. That's a place that you could make an argument. He's not coming off of, well, I don't know. Will Levis is 24 years old. He just had a season filled with injuries that's allegedly affected his performance. So <laughs> I think that uh, I think that, that 
situation um, is more apt for comparison than you might realize because they're kind of in the same situation. Ryan Tannehill is also coming off a season where he dealt with a fair amount of injury. You know who else is? Will Levis. <laughs> so that is a, uh, that's an interesting parallel that I've just realized in real time. Um, if you want to win, you play Ryan Tannehill, right? If you want to tank, you start Malik Willis. And that's ultimately, uh, they're not going to go for that. They're going to play uh, Ryan Tannehill until such time as Ryan Tannehill is no longer a viable option. And Ryan Tannehill is the most viable option at this point. Uh, commit to Levis if he balls, uh, says Xavier Smith. Great. If he sucks, even better. Yeah, again, they're not going to do that. That last part, they, they're not, like, they are going to play the player that gives them the best option to win a football game. If Levis becomes that, perhaps, um, you know, we see a change. But to start the season, provided that all three are healthy, it will be Ryan Tannehill under center. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Jonathan Anderson says, I'm just glad that I was born with DNA that isn't damaged, resulting in me thinking Tannehill sucks. <laughs> I think my lucky, I thank my lucky stars every time I see someone hate on Tanny that I wasn't born mentally incontinent. <laughs> Wait, is it mentally incontinent or incompetent? Um, Bert, I don't know if he's using a, an S or an ACT word. Bert scored higher on the uh, ACT than I did, which always is something that keeps me up at night. But uh, incontinent, I believe, to be a word. Um, but I don't know if that's a, if that's a typo or he did in fact mean incontinent. I don't want to uh, steal his thunder. I hope that that is in fact the proper application of the word, though I'm not uh, prepared at this time to make a confident statement. Uh, incontinent is not being able to hold bowels. No. So <laughs> I do. So I do think it's the incorrect application, although that is that is funny. That's a funny word to use. Not being able to control your bowel movements, uh, either, you know, one or two, according to uh, the dictionary definition the bird has just come up with. So, you know, technically mentally incontinent could apply. <laughs> Jonathan Anderson says, AKA shit for brains. Okay. You know, that's a cleaner way to say it. <laughs> We're just kind of dumb. Jack Penfold says, or shit for brains. I love that. That makes me very happy. <laughs> that, uh, that's incredible. All right. So, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the effort to not be mentally incontinent or incompetent, we will continue to keep this thing moving. But first, you must hear from Ryan Tannehill about the circumstance that he is again walking into. Any easier, you know, in, in a team drafting a potential future quarterback? Yeah, we've, we've been down this road uh, before, so it's definitely a little bit of deja vu. Um, but like I said, um, Mike and Rand make those decisions. My job is to go out and, and try to win football games. I mean, you're Short, sweet, to the point, you're not going to get me with Mentorgate this year, Mother Bleepers, is basically what Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is saying to you. Uh, keep it short, sweet, say less about the new quarterbacks on the roster as opposed to saying more. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. Go to Superbook.com for the best odds, boost, and promo bets out there. Nobody is going to put you in a better position to succeed more than Superbook Sports. They will get you in on all the action, and they will make sure uh, that you have the ability to bet on baseball, hockey, basketball, all in the postseason right now. Superbook.com is going to put you in the position to succeed with those great odds, boosts, and promo bets, as I mentioned. 
They will even give you a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. So don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So, um, Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, and uh, Will Levis will compete this training camp, this offseason, for starting and backup roles. Um, I think that uh, I think that it's going to be a fascinating competition. I think that Ryan Tannehill is most likely to come out in the best position, but you know, that's this is why they let these competitions play out. We will we will find uh, we will we will find out what the best option for the Titans is, you know, in a short matter of months at this stage. Speaking of the Titans draft class, a quick reminder, you're going to hear from Greg Cosell. A new episode of The Install is out and available right now, as a matter of fact. But if you want to be at a live taping of The Install as we break down the 2023 Titans draft class, the tickets are available right now at 1045thezone.com. Greg Cosell, of uh, the executive producer of NFL Films, is flying in from NFL Films headquarters in Philadelphia for the live taping of the podcast. On May the 20th. The tickets, as I said, 1045thezone.com. It's going to be a great night with a lot of fun football talk. I can't wait to hang out with you guys. Get your tickets now. When you uh, when you guys get your tickets, if you want to send us a screenshot and tag me in it on Twitter or on Instagram, we always love to see those. We've had a couple of, uh, a couple of audience members do that already, and it always makes me happy to see who's going to be there. We're even going to do a meet and greet with Greg uh, and I before the uh, the live show starts taping as a matter of fact. So you can get your tickets for that today at 1045thezone.com. May the 20th is when it's going down. Karen O'Keefe says, what time is the live episode? So we're going to, the doors open at six. We'll probably get rolling. Uh, We'll probably get rolling, I would say, by, I would say no later than 630 uh, by the time Greg and I, you know, want to get this thing off the ground. We have the, we have the venue until 10. And honestly, um, you know, we're we're prepared to go as long as the conversation goes, as long as people are into it. And uh, we're going to do a Q&A session with Cosell. Like I said, we've got special guests uh, coming for this as well that we're going to announce uh, the week of the event. As a matter of fact, I think the uh, I think that this is exciting. Is B French says, is A to Z Nashville competing against you, Buck? Or are you in danger like Tannehill? Um, well, I work here, so no, they employ me. Uh, if anything, they are keeping me, um, no, I don't understand that comment at all. No, I, I'm, uh, I'm very happy with my dual employment situation. I love being able to, <laughs> being able to get two salaries from two, two different companies. It makes me very happy. So no, they're not competing against me. In fact, they are, uh, they are funding me. <laughs> they are very much keeping me in competition as a matter of fact, Ryan Fields, dang buck, just going to ignore my super chat. I don't know what a super chat is. So I, uh. If I ignored it, I didn't do it on purpose. It's just because the comments roll quickly and I don't have a chance. It's funny, apparently, you know, whatever you put in front of me, I didn't see, but that one I saw. It's funny how that works sometimes. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about roster math. The likelihood, uh, there's another show going on with A to Z. What do you mean there's another show going on with A to Z? The morning show? I don't understand. Be friends. What what are you talking about? This this commentary, if you want an answer to your question, you have to provide me more context. well, you know, I mean, if there's something going on that I'm unaware of, uh, then yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So you're going to need to uh, provide me a little more context for me to get, be able to give you a good answer. Because as far as I know, like a bunch of the A to Z dudes are coming to the install live taping. So 
Um, I don't think there's a competing show going on at the same time on Saturday night. Either way. Let's uh, keep it moving. How many quarterbacks do you think the Titans carry on the active roster this year? On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we will discuss together. Right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch, go to truemathfitness.com for your first workout free, and they will get you going as a Middle Tennessee resident. They also have incredible membership options for you to accomplish your fitness goals. True Math Fitness has the best group classes out there. The coaching is exceptional. The fitness uh, classes, the way that no workout is ever recycled or repeated, is something that I personally enjoy. It keeps me mentally engaged as well as physically engaged too. True Math Fitness, whether you're somebody who likes group classes, prefers personal training, or just wants a great open gym to work out at, truemathfitness.com for all manner of membership options. How many quarterbacks do you think they keep on the roster heading into 2023? Now, there's a scenario where they may, you know, have a week or a handful of weeks in a couple of, uh, in a couple of, you know, at some, at various points throughout the course of a season that, um, that require them to carry three quarterbacks. Like, let's say Ryan Tannehill's a game time decision. So there's three quarterbacks on the active roster that week until such time as they determine that one of the quarterbacks can or can't go. Um, let's see, uh, Tanny ends up in Atlanta next year and balls out with the offense and skill position talent. Listen, if I was, uh, if I was a, if I was Ryan Tannehill, I would rather play in Atlanta. Their skill position, their wide receivers aren't like that much better on paper than, um, than what it is that the Titans have. In fact, Robert and Lucas and I were talking about this before the radio show the other day. Um, but they do have B. John Robinson. They do have Kyle Pitts. And the biggest issue with Kyle Pitts right now is that he's been playing with inaccurate quarterbacks in his first couple of seasons. So I would like to see uh, him succeed at a, uh, I would like to see him succeed with better quarterback play. Um, three says Jonathan Anderson, Tanny Levis, and the new one that they just signed in the practice squad or Malik goes to the practice. No, Mo Hassan is not going to make the roster uh, roster. Mo Hassan is here because they physically need another rookie to throw to other rookies during rookie minicamp. Like respectfully to Mo, it's, you know, it's a great opportunity. I hope that something comes of it for him. He's a former Vanderbilt grad transfer, uh, as a matter of fact. So, you know, would, would love to see him be able to succeed and, and to live, uh, you know, to try and make an NFL dream happen for him. But, um, you know, at this point, that's nothing more than a camp on Malik Willis's is, is uh, whatever, whatever my issues with Malik Willis as a quarterback are, he is more than a camp arm at this stage. Uh, Percy Sledge says he's not going to make it all season listening to Vols fans cry over who we didn't draft from Tennessee. Uh, that's probably going to happen, Percy. So I don't think that's going anywhere, especially if Levis plays and has a bad game and Hooker gets in at some point, like, and balls out for Detroit, like that's that's the worst case scenario for Titans fans because obviously that's something that you will be dragged for, and your administration will be dragged for as well. But how many tight how many quarterbacks do the Titans keep on the roster? You know, I at any point I would say that two is the maximum. Um, now I don't know who's going to win out in a competition between Malik or Levis for the backup job, but I do know that it is more likely to be uh, Levis than it would be Malik. At this stage, I think the odds are fairly stacked against Malik Willis. Um, whether you think that's fair, unfair at this point, you know, I get it. But um, that's why the NFL moves as quickly as it does. They have decided that they're comfortable trying to replace him. And they have already acquired an option to do so. That inherently puts him behind the eight ball as far as trying to make the active roster. So two quarterbacks is what I believe that they will have at any given point 
barring injury on their 53-man roster at this stage. Mr. Jones, who's been screaming about uh, the Titans drafting Will Levis over Hendon Hooker, says that's going to happen, that uh, Hendon Hooker is going to get in and play well, and Will Levis is going to have a poor showing um, at some point this season. Maybe so. Um, and then you can have your day. But until then, you know, it's just nonsensical and uh, ridiculous to be talking all talking definitively about either of these two players like we have any idea what they're going to pan out to be at the NFL level. You don't know. I don't know. We have indications that make us think we know. But in reality, of course, we don't. So let's move on to rising and falling candidates of the weekend. Whose stock rose and whose stock fell so far this week in sports now that we have reached the halfway point of our work week. Christopher Young says, uh, can Malik go to the practice squad? Yeah, he has to clear waivers. So in in theory, right, if they release Malik, or if they waived Malik, right, if they waive Malik, the team can claim him off waivers in the waiver order. If he clears waivers, then the Titans can put him on the practice squad. Um, and I, somebody brought the, or I was, I was talking about this on the, we did a 615 Sessions podcast today, talking specifically about Tannehill and Levis. Um, so if you want more information on that, you can go check out today's podcast. But um, I think the uh, I think the um, I don't think the rule to protect practice squad players is still in place in the NFL. That was a COVID rule that I think lasted into the 2021 season, but I don't think was applicable last year. I don't think they were still able to protect practice squad players. Now I don't remember. Off the top of my head, and I, I said on the 615 Sessions podcast, I was going to look that up at some point. I apologize. I just I haven't had uh, time today to do so. If you guys have uh, an answer on that off the top of your head that we can, uh, or perhaps Bert can find it at some point, or I could, you know, just do what I said I would do and look it up after we finish the uh, finish the show. I, I think there's reason to believe that Malik Willis would go unclaimed. I don't think that a team would pick him up. Now, it, it, you know, it depends on the team, right? If Arizona... Um, who Titans fans were initially looking to trade Malik Willis to in an effort to get up to three anyway. If Arizona thinks that Malik Willis makes sense behind Kyler Murray as a backup quarterback option, and Monty Ossenfort, who was a part of the staff that drafted Malik, thinks that he can do more than the Titans are doing with Malik right now, then yeah, maybe Arizona can do that. That might not be the case in Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh has no need for Malik Willis. So I think it depends on how the waiver order falls and who is out there at the time should Malik in this hypothetical get waived. Um I think that uh I think that Malik Willis is an interesting kind of case study to watch. I have no idea whether he gets cut or not. I would think though likely at this point. We'll see how training camp plays out. Um but I would think he is most likely to be released because they're not going to they're not going to cut Will Levis unless Will Levis is an outright disaster in the worst second round pick of all time. But even, you know, even the worst first round pick of all time Isaiah Wilson made it through his first training camp, so I don't think that that would, uh, I think that it is most likely that Malik is going to get cut. Eric says, Buck really hates Malik. I don't, I really don't. You guys know that. Um, you know, I know, no, Eric's saying that to get a rise out of me. I, I don't hate Malik. I just, you know, I don't think he helps you on a, on a field of play. So from that standpoint, um, if he's not value added, then move on. That's, uh, you know, I may say the same thing about Will Levis at the end of, at the end of next season. Will Levis may look as bad, right? I don't think Will Levis is going to look as bad, but again, I have no idea what Will Levis is going to look like in any opportunity that he's going to get. Ryan Field says Tannehill getting cut, Levis QB1. I don't think so at this stage, but you know, like I said, there is all options are on the table. Whose stock rose, whose stock fell 
this week in sports. We'll get into that right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Get your Intel Edge to sell your home for more without any showings or staging. Get the Intel Edge you need to sell your home in this red-hot Nashville real estate market while you find your next one, while you find your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge to win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now. That's what the Ashton team can do for you. Go to GaryAshton.com for the best real estate intel in the business. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Uh, I just just opened up our radio show Twitter group text to see a picture of Blaine Bishop that's making me laugh. It's incredible. I love Blaine. He, uh, I need to, I need to do. We we don't have Blaine Bishop on the radio show enough. I do Blaine's radio show every week. I don't know why we don't put Blaine on my radio show. This is something probably because Blaine doesn't want to work. <laughs> uh more than Blaine uh should have to work but I don't know that we don't ask Blaine so we need to ask Blaine I've decided that today I think that Blaine and I would do a fun radio segment together I know that Blaine and I would do a fun radio segment together um we do one every Friday on the Blaine and Mickey show but I'd like a little bit of that on our radio show too I think that'd be fun uh so I think the uh I think the quarterback situation is fascinating right and I think Malik Willis is obviously a stock down candidate I would say stock up though for the Titans offensive line room um, that was the worst position group definitively, and they have upgraded it, I think, across the board, both in terms of depth and competition. That was something Ryan Tannehill was asked today on uh, at his press conference. Yeah, as a quarterback, you love to see it, right? You know, as, as quarterback, there's two areas you like to see improve, and that's O-line and wide receiver. So, um, you know, we, we added some, some beef up front to the offensive line, um, you know, some veteran guys, and then, you know, a young, talented rookie as well, uh, or a couple of rookies, I guess, through, through the draft. So... Uh, excited about adding those guys, getting to know the veterans right now, and um, you know, excited to get to know the young guys as they come in. So stock up for the Titans offensive line group. I think that is something that we can clearly and obviously uh, see. Um, Dylan Brooks' stock is way down since Percy Sledge. Yeah, that, that, uh, that report from Sham Sharania over the, I think during the week, maybe yesterday, of Dylan Brooks, who's a pending free agent, not being brought back under any circumstances to the Memphis Grizzlies. That was a... Uh, that was something. Uh, that was something. That was too funny. Um, I think that uh, Aubrey Calvin's asking me if rookies report tomorrow. Um, you know, some of the rookies are already here. Will Levis apparently is not going to be here for another two weeks, so uh, not all the rookies are reporting. Rookie minicamp is until the thirteenth, so they have. Um, you know, I, two weeks would put the when at least I was told that Levis wouldn't be here for two weeks, so maybe that's. Uh, maybe that's about two weeks as opposed to like 14 actual days, given that rookie minicamp will be in 10 days. I would assume that he would be here, but uh, we will wait to see because the latest that I heard on Levis is that he would be here, not for a couple more weeks. Um, LeBron, uh, 76ers down today, says Chris Frazier. Did they, uh, well, uh, Joel won the uh, MVP, but I haven't, actually, I don't have playoff basketball. I don't know why I didn't turn the TV on the office when I uh, came in here to do the primetime show, but I know there's playoff basketball going on. Right now, uh, another uh, candidate for stock up rising at this point is the Indianapolis Colts. I loved their draft over the weekend. I loved the Houston Texans draft, too. I thought they both did really, really well. They're both bad football teams. They both had a lot more draft capital to work with. So that gives me more opportunity to like the players that they chose. But Greg Cosell and I, speaking of the install, the live show coming up on May the 20th, if you haven't gotten your tickets, we're not breaking down the Titans draft class on the podcast until we do the live show. So we're going to do the entire Titans draft class at the live show. But in the meantime, 
We're talking about the most interesting division in the football post in football post draft, which is the AFC South. Greg, I'd like to start with Indianapolis. I think first, if we yeah. could, adding Anthony Richardson um, to that offense, fourth overall after C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson go two and three. We'll talk about the Texans momentarily, but the whether you want to consider it a risk, whether you want to talk about the opportunity that Indianapolis has with Richardson. What do you like? What are you What are you most curious about the fit of the player in that situation? Well, you know, it's really funny because obviously I evaluated all these players before the draft. But you know that I, I, you know, that's what I do. I have no idea who's going to draft them. Now, as I evaluate players, particularly quarterbacks, I tend to think in terms of what kind of offense would they work best in, particularly early in their careers. Because obviously, no matter how much a quarterback has great traits and and other things that are positive, like a Bryce Young, it's still a, an adjustment and a transition. There's there's still a projection involved. So think of it this way: we know we know who the head coach now of the Indianapolis Colts is, right? Shane Steichen. Where did he come from? He came from the Eagles. Here's what I typed as my last line in my transition for Richardson. Okay, not knowing this, I did Richardson two months ago. I said I could see Richardson early in his career working in an offense similar to the Eagles offense with Jalen Hurts with multiple run game concepts that start with the quarterback and a pass game that works off the run game with defined reads and throws given the greater predictability of defensive alignments and coverages. So I saw Richardson having his best opportunity to be successful early in that style of offense. And that's exactly the offense he's going to be in. And you know what? He's going to start week one. It certainly seems that way based on Jim Irsay. So uh, that is Greg Cosell breaking down uh, Anthony Richardson and his fit with the Colts. Eric Alonzo says, did I do the hot chip challenge yet? No, I think I have to do that tomorrow on air. I'm not excited about that. Uh, Bert says, no, we're not doing that tomorrow. Bert, come on camera. What am I doing the hot chip challenge? Are you are, are you in a in a state to do it? I don't know what you're pointing at. That doesn't help me. <laughs> Monday. We're doing it Monday. How what am I supposed to lip read? Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying read the chat. Read the damn chat. Oh, there is a private chat for you and I that I was ignoring Monday. Right. Monday. You're, you know why? I'm because you're pointing the wrong direction for me on the screen to look at the chat. So I'm looking at <laughs> You're, it's like a it's like a weatherman situation. You're pointing the wrong direction. On the We're east. out of sync. We're out of sync. All right, finish the show. Wrap it up. Tell them about Greg. Yes, that's Greg Cosell. We're doing a live show of that podcast coming up on May the 20th. Tickets available right now at 1045thezone.com. Make sure you are there. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be, uh, it's not something that's going to be broadcast over the air on the radio station. It's something that's going to be exclusive to those of you who attend. And it's going to be all about the Titans uh, roster building philosophy and the six picks that the Titans did acquire. Greg sent me over a bunch of the materials that we're going to be going through, the, the film study and the analysis that we're going to present to you. It's going to be a great time, 1045thezone.com, to hear that man talk about your favorite football team. Uh, Mr. Jones, uh, with a good note to end the show, Mike Vrabel is getting inducted into the Pats Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, that was something that was... Voted on by Patriots fans, he's only the 34th player in the history of that franchise to go into the uh, Franchise Hall of Fame. So congratulations to Vrabel. 
on something that I know, uh, you know, under normal circumstances, he would probably be dismissive of, but I know that he, uh, I know that he appreciated um, that love and respect from a, uh, a franchise and a fan base that he won three Super Bowls with at the height of probably their dominance, 20 years of dominance. And that was probably the best run that we saw of the Patriots at that time. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for hanging out. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk to Brooks Kubina of the uh, Houston Chronicle. He, of course, has been documenting everything that the Texans have done very, very diligently. And we'll talk about the idea of whether the Texans pulled one over on the Titans in the first round. That's not something we've gotten good perspective on just yet. And Brooks uh, covering the press conferences and the draft down there in Houston, I think is going to be able to answer some of those questions. So 10 to 1 tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. Um, tickets available for the Greg Cosell show at 1045thezone.com. Make sure you go check that out. And a new 615 Sessions podcast for you guys to see as well. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great rest of your evening. And if I don't talk to you on the radio show, we've got one more primetime tomorrow night. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.